world. It is I, Mac Attack, and I am back after a long hiatus of, you know, getting used to work and getting used to helping some friends start their own podcast, which I'll I'll plug here in a minute. But I am back and I tried to do this the other day and realized that something messed up in the recording. So now I'm trying this again. But as you can tell, I'm going mobile this time. Once again, it's hot. So I have the fan on in my car. I'm driving to work right now. And we're going to go ahead and this episode's going to be a little different from the previous ones. Because I want to talk about soccer. And speaking of soccer, there's been a lot of transfer going on in the Premier League. But not only that, in the other leagues. So I'm going to split some of these up by each week. We're going to have the series called Transfer Tuesday. And today, I think we're going to talk about the Premier League and the Bundesliga. I might touch on the BPL, I mean, the the, the Spanish League, I'm not sure, but we'll see how much time we got. And on a quick note before I start, me and my brother went to the Man City Tottenham game in Nashville. Fun experience. Man City won 3-0. They could have probably had another two or three goals in that game. Uh, they deserved a win. Man City fans, they were all right. The Tottenham fans were freaking electric almost the whole game, so I was excited to have at least one fan base show up wanting to actually have chance. You know, Tottenham, they were booing the crap out of Kyle Walker since he's one of the big transfers we're going to get into. But, yeah, it was a fun experience. The first time I've ever got to see some of the world-class players for the first time ever. And it's cool that they were in Nashville, which is only a two-hour drive from where I live. So I hope I'm able to experience something like that again. And I was earlier mentioning my friend's podcast, which I have been on. So three of my in real life friends host a podcast called Culture Personality. Uh, Those guys over there, they talk about movies, TV shows, video games, and professional wrestling. So if you want to hear my spiel on some of that stuff, more on the wrestling, because I think I was on the E3 recap, but other than that, mostly they do the wrestling stuff. If you want to hear my in- input on that, it'll be over there at, Co- at Cultural Persona on Twitter. You can find the link to their SoundCloud on there as well. And there are iTunes if you just look up Culture or Personality. But there's a little plug for those guys over there. Shout out to Pearson Fant and Denning. But today, we're going to talk about soccer transfers, and we're going to start off with the BPL. I don't, some of the, now, just to give you a heads up, I'm not going to do Chelsea, because I'm going to do one episode exclusively on PSG and Chelsea, since they are my two teams from Europe I do rep, I do represent, or I do like. Um, also, I have like two on my phone, I have to pull up real quick, but some of the, one other thing I have to mention is I think some of these transfers have they've gone through the players are through but I don't think they've announced how much the players were the the amount they were transferred for so I'll let you know which ones of those were undisclosed and which ones had the amount shown as far as I researched it and was able to find out so we're gonna do just the bigger transfers that uh for the most part they're at least like 20 million and up so the big one for Arsenal, because I think we're going to do this alphabetical order, and also for the BPL and the other leagues, we're only going to do the teams that had, were in the Premier League last year. I think I'm going to do one 
separately. I'm not sure. If you guys want to hear that, just let me know on Twitter uh, or leave a comment or a review. Much appreciated. But I might do a short little one just on, especially on the Premier League upgraded teams or promoted teams. But we're going to start off with Arsenal. The biggest thing they've done is sign Alexander Lacazette from Lyon for $53 million. You know, Arsenal, you know, they struggled to really have a world-class striker since they had, like, the likes of Thierry Henry, Dennis Bergkamp in the early to mid-2000s. And then they also had Van Persie in the early 2010s. But they got Sanchez, but he kind of plays more on the wing and then they have Giroud, who's just not that, not the kind of world-class striker they are looking for. And then they also have this Lucas Perez guy, but they never really gave him much playing time. So, Lacazette, could he be their answer? Based off what he's done, he could, but I don't know. It, it's just one of those things that remains to be seen. He was supposed to be going to Atletico Madrid, but then they had that ban hit on him. Had that transfer ban they had not been in effect he probably would have went to Atletico Madrid because Antoine Griezmann was trying to recruit him to go there but yeah so like I said Arsenal 53 million they finally I'll give them credit they finally splashed the cash usually they kind of hold it back on this stuff but they've I guess decided to finally try to win considering they're in Europa League now and now everybody had the whole Arsene Wenger out chance but credit Arsenal. This could be their one chance to make something for themselves. Next team is Bournemouth. They signed Nathan Ake from Chelsea, the young Dutch defender, who I think under uh, Eddie Howe's system could be a really good defender in the league. I don't know if he'll be one of the top defenders, but could be a real promising defender under Eddie Howe. That's all I really have to say much about him. And then... Bournemouth also got a free transfer from Sunderland to get Jermaine Defoe. You know, Defoe's getting older. I don't know how much more he's going to play in the Premier League, but, I mean, a free transfer, I mean, that's a pretty good deal considering it's looking like Sunderland, you know, they just got relegated. So, I mean, Defoe's able to stay in the Premier League. And like I said, I'm going to skip Chelsea. Next we have Everton. And I'm only doing the transfers, like, if you notice, I'm only doing, like, the big transfers that the, the teams have paid for, not, like, have sent out. So you'll see this with Everton, because I'll get to Lukaku later. But speaking of Lukaku, around the same time that he was sent to Man United, Everton also got Wayne Rooney for free. So that was a really good snag, considering Wayne Rooney coming back to the team that he first started playing for in the academies and whatnot. But... I think he'll have decent success there. That's another thing that remains to be seen. You know, he's getting older. Most of He's pretty much spent the prime of his career at Manchester United, so we'll have to just wait and see what he does. He'll probably be more of an attacking midfielder role. I don't think he'll play up top because I imagine they'll have somebody else. If he does play up top, it'll be interesting to see what he can do as the striker. But, again, another thing that remains to be seen. They also got from Sunderland. 30 million for getting, or they paid 30 million for getting Jordan Pickford, you know, a promising goalkeeper, English. You know, I think he's going to be great. Um, you know, they already have like two or three other goalkeepers on the Everton roster, but he'll be in it to see if he can get the starting role. I don't know if he will from the first game. He might, but he'll be able to fighting the competition to see if he can get the starting role at Everton. 
Next, they also got Michael Keane from Burnley, which I think is a really good deal. $30 million. A top defender. You know, Everton, last season, they ended up getting rid of John Stones to Man City. And now they got Michael Keane for a little more than half of what they paid for Stones. And Keane was probably one of the biggest reasons Burnley did so well last year. And... So, yeah, $30 million for Michael Keane, a pretty good steal. They, and the last player they got is from Ajax. His name is David Clausen. They got him for $23.6 million. Really talented Dutch midfielder. Um, I think he's going to do fine in the Everton system uh, under Ronald Koeman, you know, who's also Dutch. So looking forward to see what he can do for Everton. Next, we have Leicester City. You know, they've struggled ever since they lost in Golo Conte. They got fired Claudio Ranieri this year. They weren't able to capture that beautiful, magical form we all saw when they had the 5,001 odds to win the league, and they won it. But they were able to sign Vincent Ibora from Sevilla, who is a really good defensive midfielder. Is he in Golo Conte? He's not, but he's going to be better than Mindy who they signed last year thinking he was the second coming of N'Golo but yeah Ibora 15 million a pretty good deal for last year trying to strengthen up that midfield hoping maybe that Vardy and uh, Mares don't leave I don't see those two leaving their value has tremendously decreased I don't know about tremendously but it's definitely decreased since last year next we have Liverpool who really haven't done a whole whole lot either but Getting Mohamed Salah for $39 million from Roma strengthened up their attack attacking role. Um, Ro- Salah, who used to play for Chelsea and then was transferred to Roma, you know, a really good deal for um, Liverpool to at least get him. Paid a, broke the bank for him, but, you know, it's a good good signing. You know, they had Mane, yeah, Sadio Mane, who was in the AFCON Cup, got hurt, and that really messed up their attack attacking uh, goals, you know, because he was their main reason for able to being able to do that, and I don't know why I keep getting twisted on my words, but pretty much, yeah, Sadio Mane, you know, now they have Mohamed Salah, who's going to really strengthen that team in terms of their attacking core, and so next up, we have the two, the two Titans, the two teams that tend to break the bank, and the first one is Manchester City, and speaking of the Manchester City Spurs game, Remember, I said something about Kyle Walker. $54 million for Kyle Walker. Ridiculous. You know, Pep Guardiola is going to make sure he gets the team that he wants. And obviously, Kyle Walker is, in my opinion, Spurs' overall best defender because he can push up the line for He's a really good uh, ball dribbler. You know, can push up the line to go more in attacking. He's a solid defender when he needs to run back and chase the ball. So $54 million, really, really expensive for a fullback. But, hey, I mean, you got to do what you got to do to straighten out your team. They also bought Bernardo Silva from Monaco for $43 million, one of those Monaco players who was critical in helping them capture the league on title and knock off PSG. We have $43 million. I don't know what how big of a role he'll play for Pep. But it'll be interesting to see what he'll be able to do. They also got Ederson from Benfica, thirty-five million, the most expensive goalkeeper of all time in a tra- in terms of like the transfer value, um, or how much they were bought for. 
That's ridiculous. You know, we all knew that Pep Guardiola was going to get another goalkeeper. He thought Claudio Bravo was going to be really good, and Bravo turned out to be probably the worst goalkeeper in the league or one of the top three for sure worst goalkeepers in the league, especially in terms of value. But, yeah, and then they got rid of Joe Hart as well, which we'll get to in a little bit, at least on loan. But, yeah, so Anderson looked pretty good in that Spurs game. So hopefully that that scrimmage or that um, off preseason game doesn't isn't just like one really good game from him. And it could have been, but I don't know. I think he'll be fine under Pep. And then they also got Danilo from Real Madrid for 27 mil. And he looked solid in the game. I'm not going to lie. Um He's a really solid. He was a really solid defender for Real, but he just wasn't going to do anything there. They had Carvajal, they had uh, Marcelo. It's just really hard to get to that Real Madrid lineup if th- those guys just don't get hurt. So, pretty good deal for them to get him. I think they're also right now in the work to get uh, Mindy from Monaco. I don't know if that deal has fully gone through at this point. I think it had for undisclosed, but. Um, yeah, I think it went through undisclosed a fee, but that's pretty solid as well if that actually is confirmed. Um, the other Manchester, Manchester United, $75 million for Romelu Lukaku from Everton, the Belgian striker. Um, I think it's a really good deal for them. Or not really good deal, but it's a really good buy. You know, they lost a lot down to injury. Martial, you know, he's a striker, but they usually put him on the wing. They weren't going to go with Rashford as their main striker, if I'm just going to be honest with you. He's a developing young player who's really, really good. But as your main striker, if you're Manchester United, that just wasn't going to go with them. So it's interesting because when Lukaku was at Chelsea and Jose Mourinho was the manager there, you know, he kind of tossed him to the side. So it'll be interesting to see what... Lukaku can do under Jose once again. You know, he's already befriended Paul Pogba pretty well, so it'll be interesting. I th- I think he has a chance to maybe not do the same amount as he did at Everton like, in terms of goal scoring, but he'll have a similar impact because Manchester United really need that. And then they also got Victor Lindelof for $30.5 million from Benfica. You know, another Swedish guy, defender, pretty solid. You know, Zlatan kind of said, hey, well, you should get this guy. He's pretty good. Probably one of the reasons Zlatan fully hasn't made his decision yet because he's able to work out at the Man United facilities while he's recovering from his injury. So that could be it. I don't know what Zlatan's going to do. Could, I hope he comes to MLS. That'd be awesome. But I don't think he wants to just yet. So it remains to be seen what he's going to do. But, yeah, Victor Lindelof, $30.5 million from Benfica. Next we have Stoke City. And I wasn't going to put them, but they had a huge loan deal for Kurt Zuma, which I'll go into a little more of my frustration with that with Chelsea because you sign the guy, basically the premise is when you sign a guy for a six-year deal and just say, well, screw you, you go on loan. And I get that he was hurt last year. I get that you want to see what he does. But I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of this deal as a Chelsea fan. But Stoke fans have to be happy because Kurt Zuma is a pretty solid defender. And I hope that... Maybe he plays well enough at Stoke that we'll pull, we'll either recall him or we won't fully sell him to Stoke. So it'll be interesting to see what Chelsea do with Zuma and what Stoke do with Zuma while, or Zuma does with Stoke while he's there. Next we have West Brom. 
Uh, they haven't really done much, but they did sign Jay Rodriguez from Southampton for $12 million, which is a pretty good deal for West Brom. They needed another attacker. They got, um, what's his name, Salomon Rondon a year or two ago. I think it was his past year. But now they have another guy who can strengthen up that attacking midfield winger role. And I don't know how exactly he's going to do. He never was really that good or overall that good of a player at Southampton, but maybe being more that first guy will help him at West Brom. And the final team for the BPL is West Ham. And they, first of all, got Zabaleta for free from Man City. You know, last year they got uh, Arbeloa from Real Madrid. Didn't really work out too well. This is a good deal for West Ham. They're able to get a decent defender for free. You know, Zabaleta, not a guy that Pep Guardiola wanted in his team. So, pretty good deal for West Ham. Not had to spend a dollar on him. They also got from Man City Joe Hart. But they only got him on loan. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he has an okay season or decent season with... West Ham, if they try to buy him, because Pep's not going to want to keep Joe Hart. He just, I don't know if it was that Euro 2016, you know, flop, but Pep just does not like Joe Hart. Also, probably because he believes Joe Hart doesn't like play the style of football, that tiki-taka possession passing style that Pep Guardiola likes to manage players at. So, I would actually kind of be excited if Joe Hart played really well and then got signed on at West Ham. It'd be pretty good. And then they also got at least $20 million for Arnautovic. It wasn't really, from what I know, it wasn't fully announced how much he was bought, but it was at least a club record. So congratulations to West Ham for able to get Arnautovic. Sucks for Stoke, but um, they did get a replacement, Jay Rodriguez, as I mentioned earlier. And now able to get Arnautovic, who was a solid player two seasons ago, decent last season, and... I think West Ham, if you know, they they got some wingers last year, some more attacking midfielders last year that didn't really pan out, you know, especially they got Zamone Zaza, you know, who was horrible for them. But hopefully for West Ham, you know, Arnautovic is good. And speaking of West Ham, they also were able to get Chicharito from Leverkusen, which is a really good deal for them. Um, let's see, hold on, I have it pulled up here. Was it for 16 million? Yeah, 16 million Chicharito from Bayer Leverkusen to West Ham, which is the West Ham fans were going crazy having that striker who they believe you know played at Manchester United, did saw okay there, but never really broke through to be the ultimate you know first team striker. And then you have you know Real Madrid who he just you know he was more that like clutch player at some points for them, especially in one of their Champions League runs. And now getting a chance to be the first team striker. He was at Leverkusen, really good at the Bundesliga. Now it's time to see what he can do back in the Premier League. I think he'll be solid. And also have written on here that yeah, they did Mandy was that man is that man city now. It's undisclosed, but they believe it might be fifty two million, which is nuts that they have spent if that's the case, that means they spent over a hundred million in defenders, which is wild. But yeah, so interesting to see what the um, what the Premier League is going to look like next year. You know, there's still some more time. There's about another month or so left in the transfer window. I'm going to go ahead. I have a, a, a little more time before I have to quit talking, but let's go ahead and talk about the Bundesliga real quick. Sven Bender 
going to Leverkusen from Dortmund for 15 million. It's pretty good considering his. Uh, I think it's his brother. I'm pretty sure his brother's Lars Bender. I'm not really sure. If, I imagine they're related, but anyways, whether the case or not, pretty good deal for Leverkusen to get a pretty decent defender in Bender. Bayern, Bayern have dominated. Bayern have been one of the best teams. They've pretty much taken their good team and made it even better. So one of the biggest things they've done is got James Rodriguez on, I believe it's a two-year loan from Real Madrid. This is a guy who was by far one of the most memorable players of the 2014 World Cup. Madrid bought him around that time from Monaco, thought he was going to be really good. Under Zidane just really hasn't done a whole whole lot, but he's a he's a top player. You know, I I think he's going to be successful at Bayern Munich. He's going to get that first team playing time. Uh, just depends. Hopefully, he's some he can play up to Ancelotti's standards, or else he's probably going to be finding himself somewhere else. They also got Rudy Sebastian Rudy for free from Hoffenheim. So Bayern not really having to spend a whole whole lot of money. So that's really good for them when you win your league and not really splashing the cash but getting some decent players. I mean, that's always a really good thing. Uh, they also got Nicolas Sule from Hoffenheim for, was that, 20 mil? So, I mean, they spent a little bit there, but, I mean, Hoffenheim weren't just about to give them two players for free. They also got Kingsley Coleman back in their lineup. They He was at Juve officially. Then I think he was loaned at Bayern, and now they got him for $21 million. So that's pretty good. Coleman, who, interesting fact, has won already the Serie A, Bundesliga, and League on Championships. And he's like maybe 21 or 22. I mean, to be fair, some of the, he wasn't necessarily playing all the time at PSG when he was there. Didn't really do a whole, whole lot in his first little time at Bayern. And didn't, I mean, he was, he was okay at Bayern when he first was there. And then, you know, he went to Juventus for a little bit. So it wasn't like he was an integral role player for those teams. But, I mean, that's still pretty crazy to think you've won all of those. And you're a pretty decent player. And then, let's see, I have one more. Oh, they got, no, they have two more. My bad. Uh, Christian Talisa, or Corentin Talisa. I don't know why I said Christian Talisa. But Corentin Talisa from Leon for $41.5 million. You know, Leon getting rid of a lot of their players for some reason. I, I really don't know why. It just seems odd. But, yeah, Taliso, who was a solid midfielder, probably one of the best midfielders in league on last year, especially probably the best one for Leon by far. You know, $41 million. So, Leon have already made from Lacazette and him, just those two, they've already made almost $100 million, which is crazy. But, yeah, Byron getting Taliso strengthened up that midfield. And then the last one is... Hold on, I have it written here. I can't really read what that says. So we'll just ignore it. No, that may be for Wolfsburg. My bad. Yeah, that's for Wolfsburg. Because I have Wolfsburg written under them. I have, I have notes, people. I got to be prepared. So Wolfsburg, they got Camacho from Malaga for $15 million. Pretty decent midfielder. Uh, they also got John Brooks, the American center back. Decent in the 2014 World Cup from Hertha Berlin for 17 million. Strong defender. He he had a solid season this season, so he'll be able to help Wolfsburg. And then Dimeta for 10 million from Ostende. That's what it looks like I read. But yeah, should be decent. 
Red Bull Leipzig, the Red Bull team, who kind of not really came out of nowhere, but really shocked the Bundesliga. And a lot of people don't like him because, you know, they're not a really big sponsor team. And there's just like some, you can read up on it. It's basically just the way they are, like a form and the way they do things. A lot of traditional Bundesliga fans don't like them. But they also really haven't splashed a whole lot of money to get players. So that's pretty solid considering the money Red Bull makes per year. They got John Kevin Augustine from PSG for $13 million to strengthen up that attacking core. They're also able to get Jeffrey Bruma, another attacker from Galatasaray, for $12.5 million. So, again, you know, I don't know why people criticize Red Bull Leipzig. I mean, yeah, I mean, I get that it's not your traditional type of Bundesliga owned team but at the same time they don't spend a lot of money if they did I'd be like okay whatever but they're not a Bayern Munich they're not going to be like a Borussia Dortmund and go spend loads of money but they're able to do what they do and I respect that next up we have Borussia Mönchengladbach and they really haven't done a whole lot they were able to get um, Matthias Ginter from Dortmund for 17 million another Dortmund defender Sold for under 20 mil, so that's decent for them. Uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach able to get a defender to help them out. They the good team in the 70s, the 80s. They dropped off ever since Dortmund and Bayern started getting back more into the financial stuff, and we're just able to get the better players. Next up, we have for them also Zeraria from Young um, Young Boys. Yeah, that's a team. They're called Young Boys. And he was bought for 12 million, so not too, too bad for them as well. We also have from FC Cologne, or Cologne, they got Cordoba from Mines for 17, is that 17? Yeah, 17 million. You know, switching teams in the league. We also have Borussia Dortmund, really good team last year. You know, had, saw the rise of American Kristen Pulisic. They got Philip from Freiburg for 20 mil. That's a lot for a team that was like a second tier team. So interesting that Dortmund would buy him. And then they also got Dahoud from Borussia Mönchengladbach for $12 million. Solid defender. One of their probably best players last year for Mönchengladbach. And then they also got Toprak for $12 million. For $12 million, that's ridiculous. Toprak, who is a solid, really solid mid defender from Leverkusen for $12 million. Dortmund, Dortmund if, you know, if... Toprak plays really good. Dortmund is just going to be laugh. They're going to be laughing because twelve million for a really good defender. I don't get it either. And then the last team I got on here before I have to go for sh- for the uh, Bundesliga is Schalke. They got Bentaleb who was on loan with them, but they officially bought him from Spurs for nineteen million. He's a decent midfielder see what he can do now that he's fully on the team and another guy who was on loan from them from this time from Sevilla was Krona Plianka for 12 and a half million so played okay you know I think he had a better run at Sevilla but maybe being on officially on officially the team of Schalke maybe that'll help him but that's going to be it for today. Uh, next time, I think I'm going to do the all the other the three big leagues. It shouldn't take too, too long. 
But that's going to be it. Check out my friends at Cultural Personality on Twitter, at Cultural Persona. And then they also have on SoundCloud and iTunes the, the podcast Cultural Personality. And then if you don't know my Twitter or my Instagram or YouTube, they're all at MrMacTech15. And I'm hoping I'm going to be able to do this every Tuesday. The regular podcast will be back on Thursday when we do more of the segments and stuff. But I'm going to go ahead and head on in to this to my work and I'll see you guys next time bye bye